0: You're listening to Trade Secrets with Oliver and Denise. If you work for Microsoft, you can't share operational secrets with someone from Apple.
1: Yeah, that's true. But in relationships, though, it's a little different. We should share the good, the bad, all of those types of things that help our relationships to grow.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. And I feel like the information shared in these conversations will do just that. So let's dive into today's episode. You ready? I'm
1: ready.
0: You doing good today? doing
1: great. How are you?
0: I'm good. We have great guests. We
1: have awesome guests. Excited I think we've to been blessed
0: with good guests.
1: We have been. And today is no different. Who do we have today? Today we have Derek and Sonia McCollum. I hope I'm saying that right. And right. they are of the Marriage Menders. We're so excited to have you with us. Oh, thank you so thank much
2: you. for having us. We're excited to be here. Anytime we are in the company of people that are helping with marriages, makes us excited. Yeah. Amen. And so it is a blessing to be in the Vineyard with you guys as we co-labor together.
0: Wow! Amen. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, thank let's you. let's let's learn about you a little bit. Let's jump right into the conversation. Tell us who is Derek and (laughs) Sonia?
2: Well, we don't have all day. So I guess we have to find a way to make that.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. So married for 23 years, we have four children, a 33 year old daughter, a 21, almost 21 year old daughter, a 14 year old daughter and a 10 year old son, two grandchildren. And um, we, we met because God just put us together in a place where I was in a I was in a very, very, um, very damaging place in my life. And Sonya was in a happy, joy, joy place in her life. <laughs> and uh, God put so those. I yeah, so you thought. <laughs> so, so that's how we met through our, through our journeys. Um, and just who we are are just two people who are trying to find out who God is through our marriage.
2: Mm. We're we're a blended family. Um, uh, Derek, when I met Derek, he was coming out of a bad marriage, and Danielle, our thirty three year old, is from that marriage. She was actually ten in our wedding, and um, or nine. She was nine in our wedding, and so she's a, mo- a wife and a mom. Um, our other three children um, are here in our home with us. But uh, in addition to being a blended family, we experienced uh, the gamut of emotional, and spiritual attacks um, before, during, and now in our, in our union. So when I met Derek, he speaks to being in a, a really dark place. He was coming out of that bad marriage. And I was actually trying to leave a job that I was there for four years before as a social worker for um, special ed kids in a school. And we ran into each other during a um, team building, um, develop, staff development retreat. Mm-hmm. I did not want to be there. I was actually engaged to be married to my college boyfriend.
0: Wow. And,
2: yeah. And so I was supposed to be somewhere else, but I failed my licensure exam and I couldn't get the job that was offered to me to leave. And I realize now why I failed by that one point was mm-hmm. because God had me sitting waiting to run into Derek. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so um, the rest is history. So we, what we have learned about God is that what he has for you is for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there are seasons for it. Yeah. Um, and I just found myself encouraging someone else who failed their licensure uh, just a few months ago, and she's getting ready to take it again. And I remember that feeling because I was so angry with the world and with God and with my career. And I and I remember, you know, feeling like I was never going to come out of this place that I was in, and I had no idea that the destiny of my future had everything to do with the outcome of that exam. And wow. so I, I, I'm able to minister because of that. And that's kind of the concept that Derek and I have learned to use with our counseling and in our ministry is that whatever we experience, we really like to share with other people because somebody's going through it. And they don't really know, you know, sometimes that they're not the only ones that are going through it and that there is actually light at the end of the tunnel. So the light at the end of my tunnel was my husband
0: nice (laughs) good stuff and and what you said is very true we 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 run across that often Mm -hmm. where people feel like they're siloed in their situation right and they really aren't Mm -hmm. right that's a great point that you made that you you know just for for someone to know that they're not alone is so important so for those of you that are listening we've said this and you've probably heard this in other episodes for those of you who are listening you are not alone
1: yeah has
0: experience what you have experienced. That's good stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome.
0: Good stuff. What you got, you had something in you.
1: I did. I just wanted to know if you can share what brought Derek and Sonia to the inception of marriage menders. Ah, so, okay. So,
2: so okay. Derek and I were married in 1995 Mm -hmm. and, um, Mm -hmm. He, Derek joined the church that I was attending. Mm -hmm. Um, And at that time it was in between pastors. And um, I really wanted him to, I I know that he was looking for God again. And um, well, he had started finding him before we got married because he went into Bible studies and all that kind of stuff. But then that particular church was in that transition. And I knew that it was going to compromise him spiritually in some way. Mm -hmm. So we ended up going to another church where um, Pastor Henry Wright was the pastor. And mm-hmm. um he 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 would watch us come because we were newlyweds. We weren't really getting along in the first year because you know we were just trying to get used to being married and you know Derek had his baggage and I had mine. But we would show up, you know, at church with a good face and a good <clears throat> front, like a lot of people do now. Yeah. And, uh, and one uh day the pastor asked us to come into his study and he said, I've been watching you guys for a while. We had joined the church, we transferred our membership. So I've been watching you guys for a while and God has been pressing upon me to ask you all to start um, a marriage ministry at our church. Wow. Um, because we have everything else but that. Mm. And we were like, of all the couples, why you told us? Because we barely making it.
1: <laughs> like
2: we, we had a fight this morning. Wow. <laughs> so, and so he said, I'm going to give you some support. I'm going to give you five couples that have been here. For a while, and I know them well, and they're going to give you the support you need to do what God is calling you all to do. So he gave us these names. He didn't tell us how to find them. So the next week we were at church going around trying to find who these people were on the list. And before we knew it, we they, we, they became our committee for a, a marriage ministry at our church. And we ran that ministry for five years before we actually became the family life leaders. Mm-hmm. And to this day, they're all close to us. We celebrated 20 years of that particular ministry that we started. Mm -hmm. We celebrated 20 years last year.
4: That's amazing.
2: So that began the awakening of the gift of marriage to us Mm -hmm. because we realized, like you said, Oliver, we were not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, We saw so many couples come to the ministry. We met every fourth Saturday and we saw couples coming every month and we learned things. They learned things. Every month we were talking. The committee became our closest friends. They're still very close to us to this day. Um, and, you know, so what we discovered is I discovered that because I was a clinical social worker, I discovered my love for relationships through that experience.
4: Mm, great. So
2: I told Eric, I said, well, I think I want to do marriage and family counseling as a side practice, um, you know, to my full time job. And I started doing some, you know, individual um, marriage and family counseling in our house. Mm-hmm. One particular, Derek was actually a dean of students because he has a criminal background. Okay.
4: Um, criminal background.
2: I'm though. sorry, a criminal.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Derek has a criminal background. Criminal background. Right, those of you listening, we're gonna clean that up. We're gonna clean that up real quick. <laughs> let me, let me
4: clean that up. Let me clean that
2: up. Derek has a criminal justice background. He was a law, enforcer, not a law breaker. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, but in the in the ministry of the couple's marriage ministry, I saw that Derek had a lot of, of empathy for husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that he understood, you know, how men think and how to explain it to me. So when I started the little practice in our house, I had a session with a couple and I was hitting a brick wall. And mm-hmm. so I said to Derek, and we were probably married like five years by then. I said, Derek, I, said, I need you to sit in on this session. I know you have a criminal justice background. I know you're doing your thing. He's a, he's a dean of students with at-risk, at-risk youth because he loved working with the youth. And that was his full-time job. And I said, but come and sit in with me for uh, this session. and Tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. And y'all, I discovered that my husband had a true gift of counsel. Wow. That That's great. Wow. And it was at that moment that we, we weren't the marriage ministers. We were just, we, came, we had a million names. We changed our names as many times as you change your underwear. We changed our <laughs> names. So we stopped giving ourselves a name and we just started just doing ministry as needed in our house. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then when we, when, when, uh, God moved us to Georgia in in 2011, that's when he said, I want you to do this full time. Mm -hmm. And so he impressed upon us to write our book, which was the first 16 years of our marriage at that time. And we published and released it in 2013, the same time that we went into ministry for marriage counseling full time. And that's when he gave us the name, the marriage. Wow. 13. But the journey was so long and r- rigorous, I can't even get into that. But it was that's how we became the marriage vendors was Derek and I started doing it from our home in Maryland and then moved to Georgia and did it full time after we released our book.
0: Nice. Awesome. Good stuff. That's great. That's, that's a great story. And and <laughs> and just for those of you who are listening, you'll get a chance to connect with them later. They'll, they'll let you know where they're going to be and how you can get a hold of them. But they're doing a good work. I just want Thank to put you, that out man. there. Thank God. Thank,
2: Thank you me. so much. So are you all. So are Thank you all. Much Praise appreciated.
0: God. Let me ask you this. I ask a lot of people this, um, that are in the counseling space and the coaching space, the mentoring space. If you had to peel away all of the layers,
4: mm-hmm.
0: you, have, you have several couples that you're dealing with and you had to peel away the layers of the issue that you are experiencing with them. What's at the core of most of these? <laughs> These uh, scenarios.
3: You, you, you know, said it. You said it. You just said it, you, know, we, you said it the core. And what we try to do, because there's so many different layers, mm. you know, the layer and then layer oh. and the layer. You know, there's various different issues for everyone. Right. But mm-hmm. we help people find the core. I mean, we have to help people. What is your own core? Not the core of the marriage, but mm-hmm. what is my core? Mm-hmm. That I brought in before I got married. Who was mm-hmm. this guy who was abused growing up by his father? Who was this guy who grew up in the project? Who was the guy who ate mayonnaise sandwiches? Who was this guy who, who then became a cop and then worked for the DEA? Who is this guy
4: mm-hmm.
3: who, who dealt with uh, low self-esteem and wanted to kill himself? Mm-hmm. And right. and so that's my core.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And, and Sonia's core was different.
4: Right.
3: So we help. We really focus on the core of the person and then you have two cores right who get married who, which makes one big giant core mm. and then on top of work and family and in-laws and finances and stress we help them go back and say what is your core and most people we had this
2: session today
4: yeah we sure did i asked i
3: asked, I asked her husband what's your core I, I don't know what you're talking about
2: Mm-hmm. His wife was so upset she couldn't help.
3: Him. She couldn't help. Her. So she
2: we was had hurt. to help her wow. he emotionally from the hurt that he had done. Mm. Then she was able to identify was, his right. core was amazing was because amazing. Right. she went right to it after she was able to get her hurt healed by him.
3: And once, wow. she, once, and once she recognized his core, he went like this. He took a deep breath and yeah. he said, "Up, yeah. Thank you. Someone finally saw my
2: core." And mm-hmm. he, What we try to explain about our core is it doesn't just present itself in marriage. It presents itself at work with our children, how we deal with principles, how Mm. we, you know, how we deal with interpersonal relationships, because they were sharing conflict that happened that had nothing to do with them, but it Mm. had everything to do with their core.
4: Right, right.
2: It's themselves. Right, right. And so within your core, you've got to be able to know it.
1: Yeah. Wow.
2: Right? Because then if I know it, he can I can tell him how to support it. Yes. And if he knows his, he can tell me how to support it. Yeah. The problem is, uh, Denise and Oliver, people aren't saying what it is because they don't know. So mm-hmm. the spouses are going in blind. Mm-hmm. And what wow. we're doing is we're violating the court.
0: Yeah. That's right. That's good.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: That's, that's good. good. How how do you and I I'm I'm playing uh audience question right now so how how do you how do you find your core
2: Mm. well we do we we do genealogy uh we do informal genealogy grams with our clients right so that means that we we talk a lot about where they came from you know we're like tell us your story you know what what's your birth order where were Mm -hmm. you born okay Mm -hmm. who raised you Mm -hmm. who did you follow after who do you resent who hurt you did you have trauma Mm. You know, and all of that determines someone's core.
4: Right? Gotcha.
2: Right? And so if they can be honest enough to tell us those things, mm-hmm. what, then we're able to develop an understanding of what their core is. And some people don't need help knowing what it is. and But most of the people that come to us, they need help with us helping mm-hmm. them find out what it is based on their experiences.
0: And I would imagine people need help with that because over the year, you kind of suppress that. Yes. Yes. To the point where yes. you don't even remember what it is. You know right. you, kind of, you kind of swept a lot of this stuff under the rug and yes. you know, now you're trying to figure out what where who am I?
1: Yeah, I was gonna yes. say and we, 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 go ahead. No, no, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Denise. No, I was just gonna say a lot of times that has never ever been a question, never been addressed, right? right? Never been right. talked about, never even thought about. Thinking about what is my core, right? Just a part of my life. Yes, and I'm just gonna work with it,
2: and and or then not you, work with it, or not work with it. And I was gonna say, here's the thing: depending on your temperament determines what you're gonna do with it. That's right. Yeah, right? Some that. people go into self-destructive behaviors because of their temperament. Mm. Some people are resilient. We have a client; God gave her the gift of resiliency. I mean, she probably has one of the most horrific childhood experiences. And yet she is an upstanding, loving wife and mother doing amazing things. And we and we say, Oh, God gave you the gift of resiliency. But what she's done with it is create miracles. Like she's done amazing things. Whereas that would have put someone else on the street prostituting. Yeah. She is actually in the community servant. Wow. You know? So it just It has a lot to do with all those aspects, your temperament, your spiritual resolve, you know, all the gifts that God placed inside of you and being able to know what they are. Being in a supportive environment that can help you do those things or choosing to be in a destructive environment. All of that is kind of dictates how someone finds their core. Right. Mm,
1: That's That's good. I like that.
4: Yeah,
0: that's good. Let me let me ask you this. And and. Obviously, you can't go into a whole lot of it, maybe. But for those of that are listening, counseling, it's kind of getting better now, but had a really kind of negative stigma attached mm-hmm. to it, right? Especially yeah. in the African-American community.
4: Yes.
0: You know, you don't want to let folk in. You don't want people to think that you're crazy. You don't want people to think that there's an issue. Just for the sake of kind of easing minds, can you walk us through just as much as you can? Mm-hmm. We come in and sit down with a session with the marriage menders. Right. What are we to expect? What do we expect? What what happens in that session?
2: <laughs> well, the, is this the, the trade secrets part?
0: It's <laughs> not the trade secrets no. part.
2: Oh, not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> we want to save something, but that's cool. We're going right. to okay.
3: One one of the things that we do because we understand the fragility of when people come in. We, for us, we understand that. They're coming in with something so fragile, and one or the other may have been hesitant to come in. Usually it's the male, and mm-hmm. that's why we're so thankful that we do it together because it yeah. just for us to sit next to each other, it it kind of diminishes the, the fear factor. It's still there.
4: Yeah.
3: And and what after we pray, we always pray. The next thing my wife does is so beautiful. It's like a <laughs> it's like Mozart just, just doing his thing. <laughs> she says, tell. Tell us your love story.
4: Mm.
0: Okay.
3: People don't expect that, and see what happens is that they come in, come in real resistant, or come in, they, they sit across from mm-hmm. each other, yes. and when Sonya says, "Tell me your love story," mm. it just, it just, it melts. just melts I, because I,
4: oh, you want to yeah. tell the
3: story, and, and they start talking. Remember when yes. we went, we met it on on <laughs> campus. Yeah, they, and yeah, you tell, you it. tell yeah. it. You tell, tell it.
4: Tell <laughs> it. And <it's> just, oh, <laughs> I love it. They came and beat it. it and came they in came and hot.
3: And they came in, oh. and they came in afraid, right. you know. They came in afraid because, like you said, Oliver, the stigma attached to counseling. And so we, we try to immediately make it safe. And so when they share the love story, it takes them back to that place.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It take, everyone goes to that place when they said we met, and that helps make that helps make it safe for them mm-hmm. once that takes place. And then we, we really don't we we don't address the issue. Right. Very seldom we address the issue. We really mm-hmm. want to get to know them and who they are and, you know, that whole process. Um, so we try to make it as safe as possible to get them to know who we are. And mm-hmm. so they can say, okay, it's safe enough. Let me come back. And as you can tell, song is a talker of the two of us. <laughs> so, <laughs> so during that session, I try to do more talking because the male may feel a little bit intimidating. Right. Gotcha. Intimidating. Mm-hmm. And so, so we kind of try to uh, ease their the, the 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 tense the tense moments during the session. So that's yeah. usually what we try to do at first.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, that's awesome. After, I like
3: that. I like that. Uh,
4: yeah. After
2: we develop at that kind of tension reduction, we will ask them what is it that they're hoping to accomplish by coming mm-hmm. to the counseling, and that's just our way of getting a goal mm-hmm. for them right. that we can all agree that we'll work on. And then, you know, we have lots of different methods to getting those goals met. It just depends on what the reason
1: is. But yeah. that's a peak of what it looks like. <laughs> okay. okay. So, so when you ask them what is their goal or what would they desire to get out of the sessions, do you ask them that in the first session or when they come back? We ask them
2: that on their form.
1: Gotcha. Mm, okay. They
2: have, a, they have a form that they fill out mm-hmm. and then we look at it in the session Okay. So when we ask that question, we want to see if it's what they're going to say was on the form okay. or if it was something else. But usually it's what they say is on the form. And then we discuss a little bit about, you know, how we think we should go about achieving those goals. OK, okay. that's great. Yeah.
0: OK, well, I mean, I, I'm I'm comfortable already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, like, I like that approach. Tell your love story, because that, that's yeah. because everybody everybody started out in love yes i'm pretty sure nobody married somebody they hated, right right
4: right, right. <laughs> so
0: there, there is a backstory that's and, that, right. and yeah. that's great i love it yes. i love it yeah
4: yes
0: yeah. i love it so so speaking of the trade secret portion okay let, let's talk about that a little bit if uh-huh. you were to give a piece of advice a trade secret if you will to the husbands mm. one to the wives what would that be you go
2: well, do you want you want me to what? give what I would give to the wife or what I would give
1: to the husband? You
0: can oh. you can decide however you want to That's present. Interesting,
1: because normally we asked the wife to give one for the wife mm-hmm. and the husband to give one for the husband. But yeah, we, we typically want. yeah we typically reflect
2: the opposite only because a woman needs to hear from a man what mm. she would what he what would need to be said, cool. you know, and vice versa. So oh, yeah. we often flip it, and even when we do our um, presentations, we do breakout sessions. I get the men;
4: That's great, ah, they so gets,
2: like he gets the women because we're we're trying to listen and respond to the need of the opposite sex. Yeah, mm-hmm. See, I like if that. I get in a room with a whole bunch of women, we already know what we're gonna do. Very yeah, true. We're <laughs> talk, we're gonna digress and talk about everything else, but you know, so it's like <laughs> Derek gets them to hear him, and the I get to hear the men. So the advice that I give men when I get the men in a room is I let them know that most women and, and wives, if they're, if we're talking about marriage, their response to their husband is going to come from whether they felt security was met by the mm-hmm. husband. Mm, okay. We are beings that require security emotionally.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And if it's been violated then it compromises our ability to help you as men. So they they may need to be some healing first. Mm -hmm. And knowing your wife, this is what I tell them, depends on how she has responded to the hurt.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay.
4: Mm.
2: okay. That's my trade secret to the husband is go back to your wife's heart.
0: Go Mm. back to your wife's heart.
2: And build security because she's built to help you. She is your helpmeet. I right. put things inside of her to help you, but you got to go back to her heart and you got to hold it like it's outside of your hand.
0: Let me ask you before, Derek, before you say something to the wives, as it relates to security, right? Just take a, a minute or two and just unpack what that looks like, right? For, for the guy out there who's like, well, I'm already doing this and this and this and mm-hmm. this and this, mm-hmm. but she's mm-hmm. still not happy. What, what, yeah. what does that look yeah. like?
2: That's what they say too. The husbands will say, well, look, I checked the... Of the a burglar alarm, and I changed her tires, and I crack up laughing because I'm like, "That's not security, dude." Right. I say, "Okay, so security is a relationship that's in harmony with the other and okay. free from harm or fear of abandonment." Or, hurt. Mm. Mm, it's good, right? So I tell the husbands all the time, "That's why we talk so much. That's why we ask so many questions. That's why we're always in your face." Because we want to see if you're in harmony with what we are in harmony with. Mm-hmm. We want to see if you, what you're doing is, is going to provide the security that we're needing and that there's no harm that comes with that. So right. that's really the definition of security. Relationship that's in harmony with the other and that is free from harm, fear, or fear of abandonment.
0: Wow. I like that.
2: Very good. So when Derek and I first got married, Derek violated that because he would leave when we had arguments.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: so when, we, when we, we went to a retreat by our pastor, that, one of the pastors that married us had a, a retreat like 18 months after we were married. And we went just out of last ditch effort. And one of the things he had all the couples do there was create rules for the marriage. Mm-hmm. And so one of my rules to Derek, we had three apiece that we could give the other. So the one of the three that I gave Derek was that when we are in conflict, you have to promise me you don't leave the house. Mm, Okay.
4: Right.
2: Because that 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 resolves the free from fear of abandonment. Right. 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 Right? So that no matter what happens, I know you're not leaving the house. My security is going to be intact if you can do that. for me.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: And so that's a goal that we've had since
1: 1996. Mm -hmm.
2: Wow. That's security. When we talk about security, that's an example.
1: Beautiful. Okay. Right?
0: And that's a great example. I love it. Yeah. I love it because that that allows guys who are listening to kind of it gives them another perspective. Because yeah. as men, I know often we're like, oh well, you know, I, I I brought the money home, or like you said, I checked the the burglar alarm or you right. know, car is always in good shape. And, yeah. you know, what, what is there to what else? Mm-hmm. You know, right. so that's great. Yeah. That is great.
2: Right, right.
0: So Derek, what about for for the wise? What what's what's a trade secret we would give to the to the ladies?
3: I would, I would say, I'll, I'll make a statement, the trade secret, I would say that we're not Superman, we're Clark Kent. Mm. You know? Me- meaning that uh, sometimes the expectation is that we're supposed to be Superman and saving the world and saving, saving them, but the reality is that Clark Kent was, was the guy who was just a regular, ordinary dude. Mm-hmm. He was shy, he wore the glasses, You know, he may have had some low self-esteem, he came in to that relationship with, with, with maybe a fragile ego. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I talk, I share with women or the wives that your husband may have come from a very damaging place mm. and they may not have shared that with anybody, right? even yourself. And so it's just more of an understanding that some men like myself were damaged
4: mm-hmm.
3: and, and that damage may have caused, Uh, low self-esteem or uh, fear of rejection uh, or we may have been bullied or we didn't get the things that we needed from our fathers. Either they weren't there, they were absent or they weren't really doing the things that we needed for our personal growth. So it's more so uh, letting the wives know that just understanding, um, of course, the behaviors that we may inflict on them is so Mm -hmm. damaging that it's hard for them to see, Mm -hmm. to understand that. Uh, but it's really important to really just understand that Superman was Clark Kent mm-hmm. and and to go back and find out and help him find out how were you, how were you created? Who were you when we talk about our core? Mm-hmm. Who is this man before Superman? Because I believe I'm Superman now. I believe Oliver is Superman now.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But
0: we were Clark Kent. Right. That's right.
3: Superman. Yeah, and how
0: fast
2: journey. you become Clark Kent has to do with right. how effective we are as helpers.
0: Right, I mm. man, you. I was, wow. I was going to ask that question. That's amazing <laughs> that you said that. Like, what is mm. I, what helps with the transition? Yeah, right. you spoke to it right yes.
4: there. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: because right. see, if we if we could get out, and I don't know if this is going into another question, but if we could get out of the disillusionment that our husbands are Superman, and mm-hmm. we won't be so upset when he does Clark Kent type things.
4: Yeah, right. Mm.
3: yeah, right, right. And And even, you know, Superman, he you know kryptonite was his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and kryptonite for us is is the disrespect. yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no matter how you slice and no matter what you say, men, that's you know, you have to respect respect uh, and not just us, but just our thinking and what we're saying and right. what we believe in in our core. Mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a very delicate dance because again, if we've caused damage, then she's not going to respect me. If I cause damage, she's not going to respect me. So it's a delicate dance, but that's why we really talk about the spiritual component and understanding what that really looks
0: like spiritually. Man, that That is is so good. Yeah, that's that's very good. good. That is good. I
1: think that that's going to be really eye-opening, what you said, Derek, because I think a lot of wives, including myself, were disillusioned that our husbands are not Superman. Mm-hmm. Or at least were not Superman when we married them, mm-hmm. and so that's just really eye opening to mm-hmm. me that they are regular, everyday men mm-hmm. with issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and the thing Who about are attacked
2: that... because now they represent the Godhead.
1: Yeah. Mm. yeah,
2: yeah. So now they're not just ordinary men; they're representing the Godhead men. Right? Mm.
0: Wow!
1: So big. Wow! It is big. It is
4: big. It is big. Yeah.
0: Man, I, I See now 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 you want me to keep you here for the next hour. <laughs> but we can't do that, we're right?
4: We're going to have to No, I it. know, but there's too much <laughs> to say, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. We're going to have to we're going to have to do another one. We're going to yeah. have to But that is for those of you who are listening, you might have to uh rewind this
1: and listen to it again.
0: Download it and listen to it again because that, that information we don't although we're kind of we're on a time schedule. We don't want to really gloss over the fact that that was powerful
4: mm-hmm. information that yeah. was just given. Yeah. Praise and God. something that yeah. you
0: really have to think about and consider yeah. as it relates to, to to building and maintaining your relationship and yeah. making it healthy. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff.
4: Love Amen. It. Man, Amen. thank
0: you so much. Let's let's huh. turn a Let's turn a corner. Right. And have a little fun with you a little bit. Um, OK. OK. I'll let, I'll let Nisi talk about that.
1: Okay, so we do what we call the 60-second think fast, right? Okay, okay. So what I have is 10 questions, and it's a choice of two things, like what color do you prefer, black or white? Okay. So because there's both of you on the show, we'll just alternate the questions. You can each answer a question. Okay, sure enough. And we'll start with you, Sonia. All right. And Ollie has a timer on, so we're going to see if we can answer these questions in 60 seconds. Are you guys ready? Yeah, ready. Okay. Here we go. Sonia, coffee or tea? Coffee. Derek, see the movie or read the book? See the movie. Sonia, summer or winter? Summer. Derek, morning person or night owl? Morning person. (laughs) Sonia, small town or big city? Big city. Derek, car or truck? Truck. (laughs) (laughs) Sonia, gym or outdoor exercise? Both. <laughs> 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 Derek! Tropical island or ski resort? Tropical island. Sonia, action movie or comedy? Action. <laughs> Derek, baseball or football? Baseball. Mm-hmm. And the last one, Sonia, try a new try a new dish or play it safe. Oh, try a new dish. Oh, that's oh, excellent.
0: cool. With yes. ten seconds to spare. That's that's interesting because a lot often people say play it safe.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, oh really yeah yeah so so oh, you, yeah i'm always in the kitchen trying
4: new things oh,
2: that's wow. cool
0: this stuff yeah. this, now, now how new how new is trying a new thing like are we talking about you're gonna true. eat squid or what, what are we talking about okay. trying new um
2: things. I, well okay so we are okay we're trying new things that are healthy for us because we're okay. on a healthy holistic program you know okay. I, we want to age well
0: so there's a limit to the try new things. There's a
2: limit, yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good but stuff. Like, good last stuff. week,
2: I tried a vegan mac and cheese.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Um, and I'm a cheese lover.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But Derek and our second daughter is, are having some intolerance to cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I tried something new. And it mm-hmm. I made it, oh, it was a lasagna, I'm sorry. It was a, a vegan lasagna. Okay.
4: Oh, nice. Yeah, and it was nice. good.
2: So I'm always about trying new healthy things.
0: Like good snacks. stuff. Good Very stuff. Good. That's good. That's good. Well, listen, before we get out of here... Let us know how we can get in touch with the marriage menders. I know you guys have books, you're on social media, you're counseling, you're doing conferences. Tell us all about that. How can we, how can we get uh, connected with you guys?
2: You can reach us on our website, which is marriagemenders.org, or you can actually go to YouTube and watch our vlogs. We have um, the marriage menders blog that we do every week. Um, you can also catch us on Facebook, right? Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> And um our 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 email, the marriage at gmail dot com. Right. And what also else?
3: if you go on our website, there's a ch- um a chat now button. Oh right. Um mm-hmm. and that allows people to be confidential. You know, it comes up where there's not a name, there's just mm-hmm. numbers and letters. Mm-hmm. Um this way you can ask any question uh on that chat now button and you also can go to our app uh which is on the Apple Store and Google Play and you can Communicate that way if you want to remain confidential. Okay. I
0: love that. Man, That's good awesome. stuff. And talk, talk about the book. Where, what's, what's the name of the book?
2: So, the book is called Unlocking the Mysteries of Marriage. Okay. And the subtitle The Couples Truth to This Thing Called Marriage. And you can get that on Amazon um, or in any of the uh, uh, online bookstores. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all on there um, or on our website. Okay. Good uh, stuff. Our second, yeah, our second book will be out. And that's the essence of marriage. So unlocking unlocking the essence of marriage. Yeah. And that's basically what we learned the last five years of our marriage. Because the first book is the first 16 years. Mm -hmm. The second book is the last five years. And it's a a completely different experience. Uh Mm
0: -hmm. I like that. I like that. So for those of you who are listening, uh, that information will be in the show notes. Make sure you pick up that book and be on the lookout for the second one that's coming. And we just want to thank you guys. We're so Mm grateful. For oh, your, you. Yeah for just you yeah. taking your time out to share with us and just drop some nuggets on us very powerful stuff and
2: It's been a blessing. I can't believe the time went so fast. We have to do yeah. it again. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we have to do it again. We definitely have to we do, we it, again. Have to do sure. it again, we
0: man. We, back. we um we pray God's blessing on everything that you touch. Um thank
2: you, you so much. We pray
0: for the, same, the same yeah, thing as well. Thank you yeah. Yeah. so much. And and we'll do it again, right?
2: Yeah, because the next time we're going to ask you guys some questions.
0: Okay. okay. That, all right, that'll work. We'll, that flip, sounds we'll good. flip the script a little bit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we'll be your guests <laughs> on our no, show. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah, sounds be cool. good. Man, that
0: Thank sounds good. Thank you so good. much
2: for having us. We really are humbled and honored, but also excited that we could actually do this with you guys again, because there are very few people doing what you all are doing. Um, and so any opportunity that we can get together and do it together
0: Mm-hmm. It is awesome, Awesome. man. That's good stuff. So we, we again, thank you for your time and, and, uh, we are going to do it again. I promise. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. I'm gonna hold you to that. All right.
0: This has been another episode of trade secrets. Make sure you visit www.denali.org for more engaging content and for other ways to connect with Oliver and Denise. Also, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode until next time. God bless.